Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Water Cooler, the world's most statistically average sports podcast brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network the number one podcast network for professionals featuring 445 shows with a stable of former players and local media personalities. Check us out today at believe.com. That's B L E A V. My name is Ryan Saber, the most electrifying voice in sports information. And with me as always, what up, what up? It's me. It's me. It's Lukey C AKA the Crockpot. What are we talking about today? Captain Saber. We got a guest, and it's Captain Cleveland. We got a guest. We have the one and only from Zero Dark Nerd. You know what? I'll let him introduce himself. Brian Hernandez, go ahead. Tell us about yourself. First off, thank you, gentlemen, for having me back on. I am a a huge fan of this show right here. And, uh, yes, this is Brian, uh, a.k.a. El Nino from Zero Dark Nerdy, the world's most notorious pop culture podcast Crockpot and Captain Saber, thank you so much for having me. Captain on. Cleveland, motherfucker. Captain Cleveland. <laughs> Captain Jesus, Saber. Captain. If Cleveland. anybody you know it, you gave me the nickname. You son of a bitch. This is true. This is true. All right. So today, this is gonna be a quick one today, guys. We have an announcement to make for an NFL draft party. Before we get into the show, a word from our sponsor. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Bet online has you covered for all the news scores and odds it's the easiest way to place your bets and it's free to sign up so head to betonline.ag with your computer or mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online your online sports book experts last year we did a live stream from the comforts of our homes the three of us and chris flathers We've been teasing this and talking about it a little bit on the, on the past few shows, kind of towards the end. So if, as I assume most of you, you listen to the first five minutes and then you turn it off. So you've probably missed a lot of what we talked about. But we do have a live stream coming next Thursday. We will be on location at the corner bar. For those of you that are in Greensboro or in the surrounding area, it's on Spring Garden Street down by uncg uh over by sonic and i don't want to name any other bars over there because i don't want anybody to go to those other places but it's down there uh by the campus and for those of you that aren't in the area you're going to be able to watch us be here what are we doing uh facebook live inst ig live what are we going to do uh it's going to be probably facebook live i think it'll be a little bit too long for ig live so it'll be on facebook live and then uh the video will also be able to not at that same time, but we'll also post it on YouTube in case, you know, you may have the kids. You maybe got to put them down early, but it's definitely going to be on the Zero Dark Nerdy Facebook page. So be sure to follow us on Facebook. That way you can get the alert when you see that we're live and then we're going to stream the whole entire first round. And we'll start pumping stuff out on social. We already have been. I know Luke texted me either yesterday or today and said he was going to start putting it on Twitter and IG. We've been putting it on Facebook. I have beer and has, we've been pumping it out there. So there's going to be a lot more information to come. One thing to remember, if you pick all 10 of the first picks in order, 
you can win $1,000. So cold, hard cash, $1,000. And this isn't a gimmick. This is real. Okay. And there's also going to be, it sounds like Flathers and Kenny and those guys are setting up some other stuff behind the scenes. For those of you that want to come in person, there's going to be opportunity to win all kinds of swag from the bar or from the, uh, the liquor companies and the, and the beer companies. Flathers told me when I was at Stumbles with Courtney last Friday that he's got one of those motorized uh, beer coolers, beer scooters down in the in the basement at Stumbles. And he may be giving that away, too. So just an opportunity for everybody to come out and check out the show, whether you're there in person or you watch us live. Looking forward to it, man. I had a blast last year. I don't know if you guys remember or not, but um. I drink like 18 beers on this. Yeah, thing you remember the first 20 picks or so. <laughs> uh, that's generous. And but that's yeah, about was... half hours in. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I can't wait. I'm looking forward to doing it again in public. Yeah, I, I can't wait either. Uh, I think that was the conversation last year is it was so much fun doing it at home in the middle of lockdown when we weren't allowed to do anything and just being able to interact with, with our fans from Water Cooler and Zero Dark Nerdy and now actually being able to interact with them in real time. So you never know if you come show up, we might have you on the show, ask you who your favorite teams are, who you're picking. Uh, you know, Luke and uh, Captain Cleveland will be taking care of that segment on there. I'm just there in just the uh, zero dark nerdy capacity. So more of a, like uh, who's the, who's the guy behind the guy behind the guy that that'll be me. <laughs> I don't know that guy, Gary Delabate. <laughs> yeah. You know what that would make me, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right so let's talk a little let's talk a little draft you know I, I know obviously big announcement we want everybody to have awareness and visibility to what's coming follow us on social media there'll be a lot of information coming out over the next week you know because the draft is we are recording on wednesday night we will put this out tomorrow which is thursday the 22nd the draft is officially one week away silly season is in full effect it has been for a while I'm hearing all kinds of crazy stuff. You know, most of the the rumors and stuff we're hearing is in the top five. And and luckily for the three of us, our teams aren't aren't selecting in the top five. So it's really going to be a situation where we're going to have the luxury, and this is a first for, for Luke and me, we're going to have the luxury of kind of sitting back and watching the reaches and some crazy shit that happens, teams trading up, teams trading back watching how the board kind of plays out and seeing what guys fall to you. You guys are a little bit higher, Behern. For those that don't know, Behern's an Eagles fan, a Philly, Philadelphia Eagles fan. They had six, and they traded back to 12, right? Yep. They traded with Miami. They, uh, they got the 12th pick this year, number 123 in the fourth round this year, and a 2022 first. I'm not sure if that one is from Miami or if it's from San Francisco because Miami did a couple trades there. So, but, but they did get a 2022 first as, as well to move back six spots. So not going to take the opportunity to bang on Nick Sirianni. Actually, you know what? I am going to take the opportunity to bang on Nick Sirianni. <laughs> he did deserves see, it. Did you he see the report it. today? Which At one? the combine yeah. to the see how come, to see how competitive oh, the players are, he plays rocks, paper, rock, paper, scissors <laughs> with them. 
Yeah, I, I actually watched that video about an hour uh, before you, you gentlemen invited me on here. And he's something else. I'll say that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. I mean, this is either going to be a really great thing or it's going to make something that's been bad since the Super Bowl a hell of a lot worse. He's a young so, guy. Uh, he's got good energy. And that's the thing. I love his energy. And let's face it, there's just some coaches out there that aren't great at press conferences. And I think Sirianni is one of those guys. You know, at the end of the day, I can give a damn if he kills it at press conferences. I want you to kill it in the locker room and kill it on the field. You know, he can suck at press conferences all day long. I don't give a shit about that. It's not going to win games. So maybe he's just one of those guys. You know, he's not used to kind of being in the spotlight, Not you know, first head coach gig. He's got to answer more questions than, than he normally did as a, you know, coordinator or whatnot. So we'll see what happens. But, yeah, the paper, rock, scissors thing, def, I mean, like, just like you said, Sable, I love his energy, but his energy is about the only thing I'm pulling for right now. So we'll see if uh, that translates into the locker room and then, most importantly, the field. I'm interested to hear Luke's take on this because Luke's been a um, – Luke went to the, the church of, of Howie Roseman for many years and the, in the whole Eagles organization and the way it was built – I think it's interesting. You know, I saw somebody on Twitter today basically say that when once Andrew Barry left, that whole thing kind of turned around. So I'm interested to hear Luke's take on this whole situation. Yeah. So um, uh, first of all, I want to say on on this on the, the rock paper scissors thing is just mega cringe worthy. But you know, I, I kind of forgot about this. You you seemingly get a, a story like this every year from the combine, but there was no combine last year, so we we skipped it. We skipped the year and didn't get it. And uh, lo and behold, all they had was the medical combine, and Nick Sirianna pulled th- pulled through through us and gave us some content. But um, man, the, the Eagles, I I, <laughs> I was a big fan. I mean, they were doing everything right until they weren't. You know, uh, you mentioned Twitter. I saw someone on there say weren't. Uh, weren't the Eagles considered one of the smartest football teams in the NFL like a year ago? And I just said, yeah, the NFL truly does stand for not for long. So <laughs> yeah. Know. Chops, chops, our, our friend chops from complex sports. He's been very active on Twitter and he had a lot to say about this today as well. So yeah, it was, it was bizarre, but it, it was good to get those, those uh, regular combine modes back, but I agree with Beher, and it, it can go one, two ways from here. So it's just yeah. nice not to be the laughing stock organization. <laughs> not to say that the Eagles are a laughing stock, but it's it's nice to sit back and watch other organizations make missteps while seemingly it looks like your your head coach, your front office mm-hmm. is kind of doing the right things. That is a place that <laughs> it's almost like the Twilight Zone, man. Like we're on an episode of Black Mirror. Like we are not used to being sort of the model franchise, which the Browns are are really starting to position themselves at. So it's interesting. I also don't want to bang on Sirianni too much. He's a Mount Union guy. And I like him. I mean, look, he got interviewed for the Browns job a couple times. You and I talked about him. We talked about Eberflus, you know, what they were doing with the, that coaching staff in in Indianapolis. So, and and when Beher and when they hired him, I told him I thought it was a good hire. Look, he's a young guy. He's got good energy. He's doing these he's doing these press conferences for the first time. And you know what? Yeah. To be honest with you, getting a, a draft prospect, a 19, 20, 21 year old kid in, in a in an extended like six, seven, eight games of rock, paper, scissors. It's actually not a bad way to see how competitive these kids actually are. You, you don't say it in a press conference. I like the idea and I like the approach just to kind of see, you know, how you can get these guys going and come on, let's do it again. Two out of three. 
you know, three out of five, you know, like you see the guy do it like that to me is actually not a bad idea. I just don't know if you go on national TV and you you sort of talk yeah. about it. Well, like, whether whether national TV or not, I know the Philadelphia like media outlets are. I'm just waiting to see the headlines. You, you know, like rock smashes. You know, whatever paper, all kinds of shit will happen this this season if we do not do well, and it'll go back to this whole rock paper scissors thing. So you will see the headlines on there if we don't do well. So we'll see. So let's talk about it. You got the Eagles at twelve. After all yep. the movement, they were at six. Now they're at 12. Obviously, some things have to happen. You know, there, there's going to be several quarterbacks that go, you know, you guys, there's a lot of holes on your team. You know, you guys were in a situation where you, you, you've been in the salary cap. You're probably still a little bit in salary cap hell, but you're starting to see a lot of those players that were on that Super Bowl team go away. What's a couple of guys that you would really see as a dream scenario or, you know, an ideal situation, maybe at 12 for, for your team. Sure. Um, you know, the fact that we moved back to 12, it honestly did not surprise me, especially with how we just kind of the way the last couple drafts have gone down at 12. Obviously you said it, we definitely have some holes, a lot of them in the defense. I was glad to see us pick up uh, Andrew Adams, as well as Anthony Harris in the off season to help with our, horrendous secondary linebacking core obviously not fantastic i mean our main linebacking stud fan favorite alex singleton practice squad guy uh and of course offensive line a lot of injuries we'll, we'll see from there so in regards to i can go on all day about this but <laughs> you know the biggest things i'd like to see phil obviously our linebacker wide receiver because right now we really just have Ragor, and obviously the jury's still out on him and we'll see what happens. We got Greg Ward back. Did you see the video that came out yesterday? Which one? Of So all the draft stuff was on Zoom last year, right? Uh -huh. And it they, they released a video. I don't know who released the video yesterday, but of Minnesota's coaching staff and their front office. Uh -huh. watching you guys pick. And when you took Rhaegar, they started laughing and ran <laughs> and, and virtually ran up to draft Justin Jefferson. Rick Spielman, their GM, laughing his ass off. And he's like, go get Jefferson right now. Yeah. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe that either. I would have loved to have seen Justin Jefferson. I mean, we all saw what he did last year. You know, Randy Moss numbers in, of course, Minnesota, not just to compare him to Randy Moss, but, I mean, put up Randy Moss rookie numbers uh with you know quarterback that finally to me i think showed his true worth in um oh boy what's his name again i'm sorry carson wentz no that's my no, guy i'm talking about minnesota minnesota's oh kirk cousin yeah, kirk cousins so uh yeah, I was very surprised by the Raygor pick. I would have much rather had Jefferson and, of course, all of Philadelphia. I mean, hindsight's always twenty twenty. I feel like that's the slogan above the fucking draft room for the Eagles. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. So in regards to picks that I would love to see, I guess first and foremost, uh, to, to you know, a wide receiver, we're definitely slacking on. I mean, I, I am going to hate to see Alshon go strictly because of the Super Bowl season. He was a godsend, and honestly, up until that drop pass in the playoffs the year after against the Saints, had some of the best hands in football. So I would like to see, I guess, first and foremost, if he's going to be there, with, which they believe he, believe he will be, is going to be Jamar Chase from LSU. Going to be a kind of a stretch. I would prefer on the defense if we go after Micah Parsons from Penn State. And a lot of people are saying he's going to slide down. I would not be 
shocked if the Eagles got Kyle Pitts, but if I were to choose between the three, I'm going to go with Jamar Chase. I just think as far as upside value, the home run hitter, all that. I mean, we can hopefully try to maybe fill those gaps in on the defense and maybe more free agency, some more moves. We'll see what happens. But if that talent is there at 12, I don't see how they could pass up on that. I love Micah Parsons. I'm going to tell you right now, Jamar Chase will be gone four, five, six picks before you guys go. Micah Parsons is realistic. I think if you're looking wide receiver at 12, you're probably in Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddle territory, and who knows what's going to happen there. But uh, I've seen a lot of corners mock to you guys, J.C. Horn, Patrick Sertain, depending on you know potentially who the Cowboys take at 10. So I have a feeling that even though receiver is probably – the fans probably want to see a home run hitter, a receiver, you know, sort of a, a highlight worthy guy. I have a feeling that you guys are probably going to go best defensive player available on the board, whoever that is on, on your board at the time. Yeah, what we'll, we'll definitely see. I mean, I would love to see that. And then again, being that with Howie and the unpredictability he has with the draft, I wouldn't be surprised if we even fall back further and then give up a couple picks to people that are trying to move up to pick up people like uh, Christian Darisaw, you know, offensive tackles like Rashawn yeah. Slater, yep. things like that. So depending on really how the first, I would say, nine to ten picks go, I would not be surprised to see if the Eagles either stay there or fall back and let somebody pick up an offensive lineman that they probably wouldn't normally get if they're still on the board. Jamar Chase would be nice, but I, I think I agree with uh, Captain Cleveland over there. He's he's probably not going to be there. Same with Pitts. You know, I have seen mostly corners, so I, and I think pretty much just echoing what uh, Saba said, if uh, whoever Dallas decides to take, you might have your pick there of uh, J.C. Horn and Patrick Sertan. I think that's probably the way they'll go, one of those two guys, and um, I like both players, so. Just one last Also thing. wouldn't shock me to see him trade down, though. Like you said, B. Hearn, I, I think that that's a viable option, too. They they have a ton of picks this year, um, one, a two, a couple threes. I know they have three sixes and two sevens, and obviously that extra first next year. So, you know, that roster could uh, could use a could use a little bolster. So that 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 might be an option as well. True. And the, I and think the, the one thing that everybody in the mid-teens, mid-teens, late-teens is, is watching is how do the how's the quarterback situation fall? Does do, do five quarterbacks go in the first or, you know, in the first 10 picks? And then now all of a sudden you look at you look at four, you look at seven, you look at uh, you got Atlanta at four, you got Detroit at seven, you have the Giants at 11 and you have the Eagles at 12, which are all viable trade up spots, depending on. The player, the quarterbacks that drop and, 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 you know, who's going up, because obviously if you look at, you know, four and seven, that's probably Denver coming up to get. So, so New England can't come up to get either Justin Fields, Mac Jones, Trey Lance. I don't know. We'll see what happens. So it'll be interesting. So, you know, be here. And if, if you got five quarterbacks that go in the first nine or 10 picks now, all of a sudden, Jalen Waddle, Devontae Smith. I mean, you might have your pick of Panay Sewell probably be gone, but Rayshon Slater. I mean, you you're, you might have your pick. Micah Parsons could be there. So it'll, it's an interesting situation there. And then that makes that spot even maybe a little bit more attractive and make drives the price up. So maybe you trade that back. You get an extra first-round pick next year. Who knows? Just it, it, You guys are in a really good spot. And I know it doesn't seem like it because you were sitting at six, but 
you're in a great spot. Yeah, I, 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 you nailed it on the head there, Saba. I, I agree 100%. I, I like being in the 12th spot. I wasn't upset by going back six. Now that the only thing that would have been upsetting it, it would have been this whole thing if we were also in the quarterback conversation. I think Flacco took care of that. I like the fact that um, our coach is like, listen, it, you know, I'm not just going to give it to Jalen uh, at all. Like, it's going to be a competition. He's like, everybody's going to be battling for their jobs this year. And so, so far from what I hear from the combine and, you know, just kind of reports and stuff is that Jalen is like first in last out, like spends a night there and shit. So he knows it's not going to be a walk in the park and he's not going to walk in and just get the starting job. So I'm really glad that we're not in that conversation anymore, which would have been incredibly frustrating to be in another quarterback controversy season. Uh, but yeah, I, I definitely agree hundred percent. So we'll see. I think it's going to be a very interesting draft uh, based on the amount of quarterbacks that go in the first round. So um, with that being said, you know, like, just like you guys talked about earlier, you're in a unusual spot for, for Browns fans here all the way back to 26. And I got to, you know, I got to applaud you guys here. Oh, there we go. <laughs> for having, uh, you know, a pretty good season last year. And uh, so who do you guys think as far as how the draft might play out? Well, that you will end up getting at the 26 spot. And, you know, on top of that, too, talk about cap room, things like that, that we haven't, like, I haven't taken into consideration because I don't know. I know that we are 31st in cap space, <laughs> so we are second to last as far as uh, cap space goes for the NFL. But where are you guys at with cap space, and who do you think you're going to take at 26? Uh, as far as cap space goes, we're okay. Uh, Barry did a very some fan, fancy financial footwork this this year with the, the signings and uh, was able to sign four starters and a rotational defensive end and only spend about 15 in cap, I believe it was, was the number. You know, so we got John Johnson, uh, Troy Hill, uh, Jadavian Clowney, Tack McKinley, and uh, Anthony Walker. So uh, a linebacker, a couple DNs, and a couple DBs offered 15 million, and we got enough to sign uh, – got enough to sign our whole rookie class. So I don't think they'll make all those picks. I think they'll end up trading some of those for future picks into next year where, you know, a team that's data driven, like the Browns, they'll have more data next year on these guys. I think not having the combine numbers is something that, you know, not that they'll struggle with, but something that they're not going to be as comfortable with. Um, One other thing there is normal draft classes. You're talking 17, 1800 draft eligible players. I think this year it's somewhere in the mid 600s. Yeah, so I it's did about see a that. third yeah. of what it normally is. Wow. Yeah, I did see that the other day. Uh, yeah, about a third the size of a normal draft class, which is insane. But um, next year is going to be super competitive. But uh, I, I tweeted it out yesterday, guys, that I'd like to see on the Browns. They could really go a number of ways. I, I don't think Clowney really stops them from taking an edge if if that's their guy at 26. But I, I do think that I do think they're going to like the corners. Um, you know, J.C. Horn and Patrick Sertan are not going to be there, unfortunately. But Greg Newsom is, is a guy that I really like. He's probably the number one guy on my list right now. I'm not sure if he's going to make it all the way down there either, but uh, big fan of his. And I, I wouldn't be surprised to see him take a safety. That The, the kid from TCU, Trevin, uh, Trevin Merrig, uh, bigger kid. And that's a position that the defense will uh, – you know, likes to use, they like to play three of them at a time. And, uh, you know, while we get Delpit back, you know, that's a lot of projection there. So uh, two, two starters locked in and, and, you know, Delpit will start, but a lot of projection there. So I could see him taking a safety, but I think the wild card is if they could take a wide receiver, should Rashad Bateman end up there? 
real big fan of Rashad Bateman. And uh, I think I'm, I'm ending up with, with this guy's going to be like my number. Like I just, and I know he's going to end up in Baltimore, but he's, I think he's my number one guy as far as draft crushes as Terrace Marshall from LSU, the receiver from LSU. So if uh, one of those guys, I'll be happy, but I could see him taking an edge. Joseph Osai, if uh, Quiddy Pay happens to, to make it there, I don't think he will, but uh, you know, I think that those guys are going to be in the conversation. We're going to say a lot of the same things. I, I don't think that you and I look very differently. I don't think they're going to take an edge there simply because I the way I think the board's going to fall corner for sure i think newsom i think uh caleb farley from from virginia tech that's a guy that a lot of draft pundits have number one as number one corner on their boards or they did have him as number one corner on their boards he just had back surgery he's had two back surgeries recently like spinal fusions uh, it's the same surgery that tiger woods had yeah i think for an organization like the browns that that kind of you know, exclusive. I love the kid. I love the player. He's awesome. I just don't know if, uh, if that's, if that's something they'll, they'll look at, but especially with greedy, right? I mean, they just took a corner high in the draft two years ago, who's having some injury problems, but with that being said, right. If, 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 if Caleb Far- uh, Farley's on the board, maybe that gives us more ability to trade down in that situation. Team wants to come up and get him. That's willing to take a risk on a guy who's got some, some injury red flags. I would love to take a wide receiver. (laughs) I would absolutely love for them to take a wide receiver. You talked about Rashad Bateman. He's an opt-out guy from Minnesota that is absolute stud. And a lot of these opt-out guys, people kind of forget about what they did the year before. And here's another guy. You know, this is probably in the same ilk of Behern wanting a Jamar Chase at 12. Devontae Smith. I think is going to be the guy that you watch slide the most in this draft because his weight at the count, they went to Indianapolis and did some, they didn't do drills, but they got medicals medicals and all that. He weighed in at 166 pounds. So he's six foot 166. I think that is going to scare a lot of teams away. With that being said, I want to give you player two names, Marvin Harrison and Isaac Bruce, both, were at their combine uh, six foot and between one set, one, 172 and 178 pounds. So now I get it, right? That, that's still a 10-pound difference. It's not that far off. So I think a dream scenario. And those are the outliers. Sure. I just think dreams. I mean, a dream scenario for me would be for Devontae Smith to slide I think that if he's sitting there at 26, I, you know, I think they sprint to, I think they sprint to turn in the card. I I don't, I don't know how you step. I don't know how you walk away from that. So yeah, that's a dream scenario for the Browns. Um, God, man, I had just gotten over thinking about this because it didn't look like he was going to make it. Then I saw the weight thing today or yesterday. He's got a six foot six wingspan. Like the dude, you know, he's a freak. Never missed a snap. Um, Yeah. God, I, now you're going to, and get me all hot and bothered thinking about this again, man. Look, is it probable? Is it likely? Absolutely not. But is there a 25, 30% chance that it could happen? Maybe. You I'd know, list it maybe. closer to non zero. No, come on. I mean, you guys all remember Aaron Rodgers sliding down in the draft that year to what, 24, 25? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I hear you. Possible. Hey, I'm hoping. 
Listen, I, this could be a home run situation too because with those stats with Marvin Harrison too, I got to say Deshaun Jackson can't be that far off as far as height and weight. So no, he you're was right. a home run hitter for the first couple years. You know, obviously in his latter years, I mean, the guy played what maybe five fucking snaps for the Eagles. Yeah, he was always getting hurt. Always yeah, but still, hurt. even with Tampa Bay, when he played with Jameis, he was still you yeah. know running down the field. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and he always would light up the Eagles, and I don't blame him. I mean. You know, and that would that we could thank Chip Kelly for that. He was one six five ten one sixty nine at his combine. Oh, well, there you go. Five ten one sixty nine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you know, you got these these. You can't rule out the small guy, but you never know. Just like Saber said, I mean, I think if he does slide down to let's just say the early twenties, I could easily see you guys moving up and trying to snatch him. Yeah. I don't think he's going to fall to twenty six, but if he gets up there in the late teens, early twenties, I can see you guys doing that. I don't know about you guys, but I'm always losing or breaking my sunglasses, so that's why I'm glad to have our friends from Canaan. It's time to make your outdoor experience better with Canaan. Canaan sunglasses are made exclusively with polarized lenses for optimal clarity. They're made with Japanese optics that make their lenses clearer, lighter, and stronger, and the Italian handcrafted frames that are impossible to scratch. Use the exclusive code CANANCAST15 at Canaan.com to receive 15% off your first pair. That's K-A-E-N-O-N-C-A-S-T-1-5. Canaan, clearly better. All right, so now we, we've, <laughs> talked, we've talked about the Eagles, talked a little bit about the situation with the Eagles, talked a little bit about the Browns. Before we wrap up here, I just I, I want to take the opportunity to talk about Zero Dark Nerdy. Be here and t- t- tell the fans of the water cooler what's going on with Zero Dark Nerdy and what we got coming up in the in the near future. First of all, for the fans of the water cooler, you guys are amazing. This is my I know I'm sounding like a homer here, but my favorite sports podcast of all time. They got stats, they got comedy. They got Captain Cleveland, the Crocker Pot. I mean, what else could you possibly want the in Crocker a sports pot. podcast? <laughs> the Crock Pot. Um, in terms of Zero Dark Nerdy, so this episode is airing tomorrow, which will be the 22nd, I believe, correct? Yeah, the 22nd of uh, yeah. April. So uh, we are also airing our interview that we did with Rob Paulson. So be sure to check that out. It's actually going to kick off season four year three for zero dark nerdy which i started with my good friend over here sabo we've had luke on the show uh so many wonderful people just around the the city here of greensboro which we call home as well as around the world around the country so more interviews coming your way a lot a lot of cool stuff be sure to check us out on all social media formats zero dark nerdy definitely tune into the rob paulson interview this guy is not only voiced over hundreds of your favorite cartoon characters like he is just incredibly inspirational, a wonderful dude, like humble as can be. And, uh, you know, obviously a lot of voice actors don't get a lot of credit and they don't get a lot of, you know, the fame that most normal actors do unless you're like, you know, Simpsons or Bob's Burgers or something like that. But uh, Rob was a pleasure to have on the show. And that was a big hookup from our uh, podcast network that we're both on water coolers. Well, as you were dark nerdy, big ups to believe podcast network for having us both on this amazing network. And again, uh, Captain Cleveland and Crock-Pot, thank you so much for having me on. www.popculturepodcast.com. Yes, again, Zero Dark Nerdy on all social media formats. Be sure to like, subscribe, follow. We're doing more unboxing videos. We're giving away a lot more stuff as well, too. Digital copies of movies, actual copies of Blu-rays. So merch. Just to tune in, merch. All kinds of fun stuff. So, yeah, big, big shout out to Partial Supply House for our, our new hats. 
and uh, stickers galore, magnets, all kinds of fun stuff. So I actually have an unboxing video that I have to do. For those of you guys that don't know what Funko Pops are, here's my Baker Mayfield, one of my Baker Mayfield. I have six that are sitting in boxes unopened in my office here that I have to do a video for very, very soon. I, we order them in advance. So I, and I actually have to keep a spreadsheet of, uh, for those, you guys have been to my house, you know, I have, I have hundreds of these things or a, a hundred in my office. Behern has a whole bunch. I have all kinds of limited edition, special edition ones that I need to open up. So we'll do an unboxing video of that for Zero Dark Nerdy here pretty soon. So just remember the live stream coming next week, our NFL draft show. We will uh, be putting out information on social media. So please follow us, like, subscribe, and make sure that you are taking advantage at WC Sports Pod, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Luke, what's your what's your social media handles, your personal ones? At 330 Luke on Twitter, at LukeTC on IG. B Hearn. What's your what's your porn hub handle, Luke? I'm keeping that <laughs> private. I don't want PMs, man. I'm married. That's true. That's true. Happily married. Two beautiful kids, by the way. <laughs> um, as far as personal handles, it's uh, Brian underscore NY underscore NC on Instagram. Uh, Facebook, to be honest with you, I think I got too many fucking followers as is. So just, just, just zero dark nerdy. <laughs> oh, give dark nerdy. <laughs> no, no, no. Not, not in a, like a condescending way. It's just, you know, people like, oh, it's my birthday. And I'm like, who are you? So we just much rather keep up with you as fans. So follow the fan page for zero dark nerdy we can keep up with you that way that's what what's the say the zero dark nerdy ones again so facebook it's it's zero dark nerdy uh for instagram it's at zdn podcast twitter is at zdn podcast tiktok it's zero underscore dark underscore nerdy and uh you know as far as podcast goes just type in zero dark nerdy you'll find it on all your favorite platforms uh, we have a surprisingly uh, a huge amount of followers on Pandora. <laughs> so, you know, wherever you listen to us at, we appreciate it. Uh, again, keep it coming. Season four coming your way. Uh, again, I got to applaud Luke and, uh, and Saba here for keeping the water cooler going. I love it. I love listening to it every week. So you guys keep checking in and we'll definitely have them back on more shows. Cause you know, we got to do a baseball one baseball seasons back. So we already, you get check out the episode we did on zero dark nerdy for favorite football movies. We got to do a favorite baseball movies one. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, there's going to be more crossover episodes between Zero Dark Nerdy and Water Cooler coming your way. So definitely stay tuned for that. Synergy, you know that? baby. Synergy. That's right. That's right. Promote synergy. <laughs> no, no MySpace page for Zero Dark Nerdy. I mean, you got everything else. <laughs> if I could bring back MySpace, I would just because I want to have a top five friends list and then change it every week just so I could <laughs> fuck with you, Saba, and then yeah. put you. Like I'll put you one one day and then the next day you're not even on it. <laughs> Just so because, you know, that'd be the first thing he texts Luke. It'd be like, no, what the, it what the hell? Why am I number you, seven this week? You give yourself <laughs> you give yourself way too much credit. All right. The water cooler at WC Sports Pod. <laughs> We're now available on all your favorite streaming platforms. We're also available on the Believe Podcast Network. And as always, we are presented by BetOnline.ag and Canaan. With that... We love you and enjoy your lives. Go listen to Zero Dark Nerdy. Somebody suck me. <laughs> Somebody suck me. I cannot wait for Dave to come back.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.